Hey guys, it's Madison Shipman, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I am finally hanging out here with Madison Shipman, and I'm so excited to be talking to you, new music and everything. But it's cool because, you know, listening to your older material, you went from pop princess to rock star with this new single. And, like, I just feel like, like I love this, like, era, this new vibe that you have going on with Boy. And, like, congratulations with that. Like, Thank you. Dive me into that kind of process of going from flying solo to now this new material that's leading up to this debut album. It was really just about finding what made me happy. I feel like Flying Solo really opened the gate to music because I've always done music. I recorded a six-song EP whenever I was nine, just never released anything, and then wrote a few other songs from like 16 to 18 and never released anything. And then Flying Solo, I wrote that. I was like, you know what? Like, why not? Let's release it. Let's just see what happens. And then it really started a whole train effect of okay this is what really makes me happy and then I went into numerous other sessions and started talking about my actual life and the things that were going on because all of my songs are written from personal experience so went in with this story of a guy that I was with and it was just a really controlling relationship and in the end he was acting like a so we called him the boy <laughs> and it kind of just started this whole thing and Honestly, there was no rhyme or reason to why we decided to go down that route. It was kind of just what worked. And with a song that's called Boy, you kind of have to be a little harder. Like, you it can't to. be Pop Princess. And I'm so happy with that direction change because now we're making things that I'm really, like, proud of mm -hmm. and happy to be part of and happy to be releasing and sharing it with the world. So. It's cool because you you kind of you you basically like grew up with your music. So, you know, whatever time frame, age that you're in, like you kind of feel it with the songs and then the writing process as well. With this one, the writing process is more mature. It's more you you hit them, like really nail them straight to the heart. Like it's not like there's no surprises, there's no subtle teases here and there. Like so, what is that writing process for you and how do you feel that you've evolved as a songwriter during this? I channel my rawness. I think that's the best way to describe it. I'm like, I'm not hiding anything. It's my life. And this is honestly for me more than it is anyone else. Like, yes, it's great to be sharing this with the world. But I mean, whenever you are writing these songs, it has to come from something that means something to you in order for it to mean anything to anyone right. else. So for me, I was like, why would I want to sugarcoat anything? I'd rather just be truly me and share that and be open and it is what it is. Either you like it or you don't. It is what it is. I don't care. I like it. But was it always easy for you to just be open like that? Um, knowing that, you know, you have an audience. There's people listening that are in love with your music. So, like, you go into these writing sessions or even the recording sessions to record your vocals. And, like, you know that these people are listening. So, has that ever been, like, on the back of your head where it's like, should I talk about this? Can I talk about this? I feel like my team is so wonderful. I write with Maya Marie, which is an amazing woman, like, She's like my big sister now. Um, we've been working together for the past two, two and a half years now. So being able to have a close-knit relationship with the people that you are in a session with, I think that's means so much whenever you are trying to be raw because you're not ashamed of any of the stories that you're telling and you're not ashamed of your mindset that you have regarding these different situations because – she understands me as a whole. We've talked about every little thing, whether it's past relationships, whether it's me trying to figure out like what I'm doing with it in my life, whether it's me trying to talk about the struggles of being a child actor and then going to music and not really knowing, okay, what do I want to do? Like, right. do I want to be a normal kid? Do I want to continue doing this creative outlet that I've loved so much? So being able to like fully open talk with her and with the producers is wonderful. 
I feel, like, I feel like that's a scary like topic to even talk about, especially because like you mentioned, like going from child actor to like now just being open and raw with this music, yeah. like there must have been some time where it's like, oh, but I have this kind of audience. Like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, mm-hmm. so how did you kind of come up, like get over that obstacle? And like, I'm sure now they're still here with you and they've grown with you at the yeah. same time. I, I feel like my mom's definitely like channeled that mindset that I have now because even from whenever we started Game Shakers, I mean, I was 12 whenever I started the show. And people say mean things on the internet. That's Always. just, it is what it is. You're going to have haters. And from the very beginning, she was like, Madison, don't let it affect you. Like, hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason they're trying to say something. So from a young age, she's already always instilled that in me. So now I'm just kind of like, okay, well, it doesn't really matter what the haters are saying because I know that I'm doing something good for me. And also if one person can relate to this story or relate to this song, that's all that matters. Right. Like at least I changed someone else's life too. Right. So. At the same time, like because you're evolving with this music, mm-hmm. this leads up to the debut album. Is there like a full blown theme or topic that we kind of get in this? Is this like your perspective of like relationship or is this your perspective of just like life growing up? Like what can fans look forward to on this upcoming debut album? So the album's called Metanoia. It goes through the stages of grief, but in the form of a relationship. So there's a little bit of everything. There's the sad songs whenever you're first going through a breakup, but then there's also the crazy manic anger side. And then also finally getting to the point of, you know what? I am capable of finding love. I need to find it within myself. I need to work on that as a whole. And then we can cross the bridge of, okay, let me go through a relationship with someone else and see if that's going to be any different. But it really does tell my whole story with relationships, which is so crazy that I'm openly talking about it because I really don't talk about my relationships on social media. Um, So being able to have this where it is openly talked about, but it's not in your face talked about, um, it's great because you can kind of sugarcoat things whenever you're sharing things on social media. But with this, it's really raw and it does capture the whole essence of the relationships that I've been through. Would you say that your music is your alter ego? 100%. 100%. Crazy Maddie comes out in my music and I love it. It makes me so happy being able to share that side because I feel like, especially for the young kids that like grew up watching me, they just see like this perfect, pristine version of me. Whereas like my music is completely different because I have two sides to my personality. Everyone does. You've got the perfect, pristine, put on camera side. And then you've also got, okay, what do your friends actually see? Mm. What are, what does your family see whenever you're going through hard struggles in life? So being able to share both sides has been wonderful. And I'm so raw on my Instagram now. I don't care. I'm like, look, this is me. This is my life and take it or leave it. I think that's the best mindset to have, especially in this day and age. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, let's go back into that studio and that creative process, because you mentioned you, you've worked with, with Maya for some time. Yeah. Uh, on this song, you also have Michael, I believe, who, yeah. who you co-wrote with. So bringing a, another producer and you know songwriter as well, like what kind of dynamic does that carry into this session? And you know, moving forward to the new music, like how did that kind of impact your writing process? And you know, the, just the way that you record vocals, for example? I started off um, with a few different sessions. And Michael was the first producer that I worked with that I was truly happy with how the song came out. I feel like it was just such an easy, immediate connection. And Maya was in the room too. And from that song, it was literally just like, it just kept coming. It was like, okay, let's schedule another session. Let's schedule another session. And now we're at, 
18 songs and planning for 21, which is wild, um, but super exciting. And I feel like it's just about being open and going in with an open mindset. And they were so open and welcoming whenever I went in and there was no judgment. And I think that's really the key to it. If you want to have a good work relationship with someone, you have to get to know them on a personal level too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And how do, how would you say that that kind of changed like your comfort level in the studio? Just because like listening to flying solo, you have certain vocal ranges and vocal patterns and, and just ways of kind of nailing the song, right? The track. And then you go on to nobody, you go on to, to nice boy. And then you go on to this song and it's like, it's a different vocal range. It's a different kind of cadence that you have. So did you, is that something that you naturally, because you're growing up, you're experiencing new things. Like that was just a natural process of trying these new vocal runs and vocal ranges, or is that something that the producers or your team in the studio kind of helped you with? It was kind of a little bit of everything. I mean, whenever I go into a session, I typically have like a reference point of like what kind of vibe I'm going for. And I knew for boy, I was like, okay, I want it to be kind of like Avril spunky, but also still have that Taylor Swift side of like my writing style. Cause that's just what makes me happy. So I went in and I was like, Michael, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is kind of what I'm thinking. And he just started playing around on the instruments and we came up with this and it was just like, oh my God, like, this is so fun. And there's a few other songs throughout the album that really captured this same essence. But then there's also some that are more laid back and simple and just really like pretty Colby Calais. Mm. I feel like I want my music to really capture the things that I like because I don't listen to one genre. So being able to have a little mix of everything is really what makes me happy because I know for me, for certain moods that I'm in, I want to listen to different kinds of music. Whether it's sad, being more slow, whether it's being happy and listening to Avril or country or a little bit of everything. So I kind of just go in with a reference point and I'm like, okay, this is kind of what I'm thinking. And they'll give me their feedback. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, that might be a better decision. Um, But for the most part, it's kind of just like they let me call the shots and just rule the roost which is wild but (laughs) it's so much fun and each session it's just laughing and smiling and having a good time I mean we write for four to six hours and that's like getting demo vocals laid down and some songs are really easy to write and then other songs are harder to write (laughs) it just kind of depends on the situation but if you're open I've noticed that it goes by a lot faster so at this point in time I'm just I'm an open book Maya knows me inside and out I still text her like on the outside and I'm like hey like just checking in on you like what's up um so it's great to be able to have those connections because they see every part of you and you don't have any fear going into this session right I I love that you mentioned that you love so many different genres of music just because I was I started to get curious because on nice guys you say you don't let me listen to my music or something along those lines right so I was like what is it that you listen to that is so bad everything (laughs) like I can't make up my mind I'll turn on a song and I'm like oh I can't listen to this okay skip 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 knowing that like you have a specific song in your mind and you're like but you don't want to put on that specific song. So it's kind of just a little bit of everything. I've got playlists for every different emotion. Basically on shuffle all the time. All the time. <laughs> all the time. And it it's just what works for me. I mean, that's yeah. how my mom was growing up. And I think that's a lot of the reason of why I am with music now. Um, but it's so fun because you never really know what kind of mood someone's going to be in, whether they want a sad song or whether they want the crazy manic rage or Avril Lavigne or Taylor Swift. So being able to play all of those fields has been such a big blessing. And I mean, who knows what's going to happen with the next album. But for this one, I was like, okay, this is what's going to make me happy. We're just going to kind of roll with that. 
I feel like that's also a curse in itself, just because like picking and choosing what songs are going to make this album. You're already giving us so many different emotions throughout it. And, you know, I can't imagine what it was, what that process was like thinking like, okay, I want to like have this kind of style. I want to have this kind of sound. Like, what was that process like? Uh, did you have a big part in picking and choosing which songs were that? Or was that one of those things where it's like, I'm done. I recorded everything. You guys choose. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. It was a little bit of everything. I got like mostly my team's point of view on like what they thought. Um, and then also my family, like they have been big like key people in this whole process like my little brother for instance jesse he's been listening to every song and like his favorite is i like your dad which is the next single that's coming out because that whole story was written because he was obsessed with stacy's mom oh my god didn't you say he was like 10 yeah he is 10 how does he know stacy's mom me (laughs) and it would be a daily occurrence of where he would be like okay play stacy's mom play stacy's mom you have great taste (laughs) jesse <laughs> He's got great taste. He's the best. Um, so I went into a session because I was like, I am so overhearing this song. I cannot listen to this anymore. So I went in and I was like, Maya, like we need to make like a girl version of Stacy's mom. Like that's what I want. And we went in and we wrote this and it turned out way better than my expectations. Like originally it was just supposed to be a joke and not be released. And then I fell in love with it and Jesse kept like asking to hear it. So it just kind of made the cut. Um But it's different for every song. I mean, there's some that we're kind of like we're in love with. And then it doesn't just it doesn't really work out with the storyline of the album. So we're like, okay, yes, we like this song, but it doesn't make sense for the whole album as a whole. So we'll think about releasing it as a single or just putting it on like on hold for a little bit. So it's kind of a little bit of everything. It's it's my decision, but like it's my family's and my team's decision, too, because it's everyone's in it together and I, I feel like that's the key being able to have the open communication through everyone of okay what reads well with other people because mm-hmm. what I like might not be what someone else is like exactly. and what they like might not be what I like and there's definitely some songs that I was like I don't think we're gonna put this on the album and then there were so many like overwhelming responses of no this needs to go on the album so it's it's so weird how everything happens but it's just about communicating and going through that process one step at a time (laughs) i love that you have such a like a homey kind of team around you and like i love how how much of an impact your family has um during this you know whether it's your acting or whether it's your music um i can't wait for this album to drop i can't wait for this next single but i do have one request now since jesse has a big part on this new song i think jesse and i think you'll agree with me jesse i think jesse should be on that music music video we already shot the music video, but he was there whenever we were filming. <laughs> the The music video was such a fun day. Like, we were in, um, I think it was, like, Stevenson Ranch in Santa Clarita mm. on this big, like, ranch that had horses and so many acres and no cell service. It was great. Um, and we were there for, like, 13 hours, I want to say, mm. filming this video. And it's very Barbie-esque because I love color. Perfect love timing. Color. It is perfect timing. I mean... <laughs> That's been my brand for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, pink's always been my favorite color. And then we kind of just went crazy with the pink for this video. And I was like, why not? Like, let's just have fun with it. Um, and he was there the whole time. And he was saying, like, Maddie, like, do something like this. Do something like that. And it was great. Director, too. Songwriter, it's, producer. He's everything. Rock climber. <laughs> he is a rock climber. I've got a rock wall at my house. And, like, he goes on this constantly. <laughs> He's going to love this. We're talking about him so much. He's going to be the next interview. He's going to boost his ego. <laughs> Struck the ego. Struck the ego, Jess. 
Well, Madison, I'm so excited to be reuniting with you. Thank I'm excited you. for this new material. New single drops when? It drops on Wednesday. So I'm very excited. Next week, um, can't wait. It's right in time for Father's Day. So this goes out to all the hot dads out there. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I can't wait for everyone to hear it. Everything means so much to me and being able to have everyone's support truly means the world to me. So nice. could be more grateful. I'm excited for that. And just to really close us off or close us out, what was the biggest challenge in the in the writing process or the creative process for this album? Ooh, um, I think finding the direction. That was probably the hardest part of everything just because I have so many ideas and some of them just don't add up to like where we see this going. So being able to settle in on one thing, that was definitely the hardest. I'm very indecisive. So having to actually make decisions was difficult, but I think it's trained me a little bit better because now as the process goes on, I'm getting a lot faster with, okay, let's make this decision. Okay, doesn't make sense, doesn't make sense, let it go. Um, which is great for life, but it's also great for the upcoming things with music. I mean, this has been going on for two and a half years, so it's kind of been training me into this process of, okay, get better with like making decisions, Madison. Like you've got to be a little more strong in your ways and knowing what you want and knowing what your expectations are. So. Awesome. Well, like I said, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Thank you so much Thank for hanging you. out with me. Guys, be sure to check out Madison. New music is dropping real soon. Debut album is coming later this year, hopefully. Yes, it is. And, uh, for my birthday. Oh, there you go. If you know her birthday, you know when it's <laughs> dropping. So thanks for watching here on Front Row Live. Thank you. Bye. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.